Hello all, uh, welcome to the 10-minute podcast where I address all the popular dilemmas that you have this week before game week four. Just before we start, I just need to say that this is the final week of availing the 50% discount that you have available on Fantasy Football Hub. Uh, I take all my data from Fantasy Football Hub, so if you want access to the data or my team and transfers, I reveal my team and transfers weekly, every week, uh, right before I make them. So if you want access to those uh, and if you want to keep updated with my team, please sign up through the link below. Uh, my first question that I have this week is whether or not it's too early to wildcard. I see a lot of people are considering wildcarding this week because they've either started poorly or they have too many fires to put out in the team. For example, a lot of people have Gabriel. A lot of people have Salah and are looking to move the funds around. A lot of people uh, don't have the likes of Mpomo. Uh, they have Richarlison. So I can see some merit to wildcarding this week if you have plenty of fires to put out and if you think that you can get to a team which is significantly better than than your initial squad. Uh, however, I personally believe that most of the template teams so far uh, are looking well-placed going forward. A lot of people are panicking, looking at the likes of Bruno Fernandes, Rashford, Martinelli, Odegaard, Saka, etc. in their teams playing against each other this week, which is an ideal. And they just want a wildcard to jump onto other shiny assets like Embermo, uh, Sterling, Martinelli, Foden, etc., so I can see the appeal for it, but I think uh, in the long run, uh, there's more gain to be had. I think if if you can afford to take a hit this week, uh, it's a better move than potentially wildcarding because that will be much more beneficial in the long run. And I still think that a lot of the template picks would be in my wildcard. For example, uh, the likes of Chilwell, Rashford, Fernandez. even I, I think I'd pick them on wildcard because despite this 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 fixture this week, they have good fixtures going forward. Saka, because he'd be my Arsenal pick with Champions League coming into play. He's secure for minutes and Burma would be in there. Jackson Haaland would be in there. So the core will more or less be the same uh, with a couple, couple of new players like Sterling Madison um, in, in there as well. Uh, the the next question is what to do with Martinelli and Odegaard. This is an interesting one. I don't think any of these are uh, hard sells this week. Both of them, if you have one free transfer, you want to save a transfer heading into the break. If you want to keep two free transfers for uh, later for gimmick five, that's perfectly fine. Having said that, I see a lot of people are in this position, including myself, where I have the luxury of selling an Arsenal asset. If I had uh, Odegaard, I think I would sell him without any hesitation because his numbers haven't been good uh, so far. He's had just one big chance of moments in the first three games and that came from the penalty. We saw Saka take the penalty in game week three and I don't think there's any guarantee that Odegaard steps up and takes the next one. So I think Odegaard is an easier sell than Martinelli. Martinelli's underlying data is decent. Uh, and even Arsenal's upcoming fixtures are all right. Even the game against United historically has been high scoring. They tend to put up plenty of XG at home against the likes of United and Spurs. So the fixtures are completely fine. It's just the fact that with Jesus back, uh, you'd expect Jesus and Nketiah to be locked in rotation, uh, which would potentially mean the Trossard shares minutes with Martinelli. So Martinelli more or less becomes like a 70-minute assets because... Strossard will eat into his minutes, which is an ideal going forward. So if, let's say if I was wildcarding this week, or if I had to pick the top six, seven midfielders to own at this point in time, Martinelli would, wouldn't be in there. So he's a good asset to have, but there are more optimal picks out there. So I think if you have much, um, if I have nothing else to do, then you can sell him. The next question is probably the biggest question and the most popular question of this week. Sterling and Bemo Madison or Foden, who is the best to buy? I've been going back and forth on this uh, since Saturday, Sunday. And even till till now, I haven't really made my mind up. 
Uh, I'll I'll present arguments for all of them. I personally think that Embemo uh, is the best one out of the four because he is the most likely to play 90 minutes. He is the talisman for Brentford. He's on penalties. We don't know whether the likes of Sterling, Madison will be on penalties. Gordon definitely won't be on penalties. Embemo uh, has that in his favor. And the fact that he can be kept all the way up till game week nine and is the cheapest of, of them all is also something which is in his favor. He's on set pieces as well. When Wissa gets subbed off and Bomo goes striker, so you have that addition 25 to 30 minutes later on in games where you can get Bomo playing up front. Sterling, Madison, Foden is tougher. I think I prefer Sterling and Madison to Foden because City are... Uh, they've signed Doku, they've signed Kunya. Uh, Champions League is soon coming into play. So while I appreciate the fact that Foden does have massive upside with the fixtures... Uh, his expected minutes are also not as higher as uh, someone like a Sterling or Madison. Well, I believe Sterling or Madison have similar upside, if not bigger than Foden. Because Foden's numbers so far are suggesting that he has more of um, an assist threat than, than goal threat. As far as Madison and Sterling are concerned, Madison overall has the better numbers. His data has been more consistent. Sterling's numbers have come mostly against um, Luton. Uh, but I do believe there's a chance that, that Sterling could be on penalty. So that's something that could uh, that could work for him. Um, he There was a quote where he sa- sa- said that he wants to become the club's top scorer uh, this season. So that sort of gives me the indication that there's a chance he is on penalties. Now, I'm not sure whether that's necessarily a good thing, but it's something to keep in mind. Madison is more of a talisman. And in, in long story short, I think if you're looking for a pick for the next six fixtures, five or six fixtures, I think Sterling's short term is the better pick. But Madison... Over the long run is, is a better pick, especially if you're not looking to wildcard in game week nine, because a lot of people, I assume, will wildcard in game week nine when there are a lot of fixture changes for the popular template picks. The next question is who's the best Gabriel replacement? I think I would go to, let's say, Udogi, uh, if you don't have him. I think he's, he's a sensational buy at 4.6 million. He's he's had two big chances in one of the first three fixtures. He's in the top five defenders for touches in the final third. If you own Udogi, I would... And if you have funds in the bank, I would actually do, I don't mind jumping on to Trippier this early. Even um, even so far, Newcastle's defensive data they're they're ranked sixth for XGC despite having played um, Aston Villa, Liverpool, and City in the first three fixtures, which is a very tough run. Trippier, in fact, is ranked second for chance created among defenders. So I think Trippier is a good buy over the long run. If you if you have the funds, Gabriel Trippier is a good uh, transfer to make this week because it would put you a transfer ahead of the curve. I suspect a lot of people will be jumping on Trippier in game week five. Uh, worth buying a City defender. Uh, you can never go wrong with a City defender. They're comfortably the best team for, for non-pen XG conceded so far this season. Uh, they will continue to keep clean sheets, but they have a low ceiling. So if I was sort of prioritizing one of Trippier or City defense, I think I would rather use the funds or Trippier in the weeks to come. Um, is Gusto worth considering? I don't think so. A lot of people have bought him this week. I think as of now, uh, he's third for transfers in this week uh, among all players. I don't think he's worth considering because there's every chance that the underlying data suggests that uh, Sterling, Jackson and Chilwell are the optimal three to own from Chelsea. So there's no point of jumping on Gusto, especially when Reese James could return after the international break. Uh, keep United mids ahead of the Arsenal fixture. I would. I would not jump ship. Uh, firstly, they have Brighton after this week, and Brighton uh, are ranked 14th for XG conceded. That's despite having a very good run in the first few fixtures they've faced um, 
Luton, Wolves, and West Ham. Yet the numbers aren't great. So I look at the Brighton fixture as a good fixture at home for Man United from Game Week 5. And the fixtures after that are really good as well. Bruno and Rashford are 90-minute men, which is another thing in their favour with uh, with Champions League coming into play. Sell Richarlison, I probably would. I think there's a chance that he gets taken off early, around the 60-65 minutes. Uh, I would rather go for an asset who is more secure in terms of minutes. Who to sell Jao Pedro for, Jackson or Alvarez? I would jump on Alvarez. Oh, sorry, I'd jump on Jackson because his numbers are better than Alvarez. Jackson, in fact, has the highest big chances among all players in the league so far. He's actually level with Haaland. Uh, no players had more big chances than him so far. And in every single game so far, he's recorded over 0.5 XG. So his numbers have been consistent. I would jump on Jackson if, if you don't own him. Bowen, worth considering. Bowen's numbers are really good as well. I think he'll do really well against Luton. But the fixtures after that include City and Liverpool. Um, so I think there are better options elsewhere. Sell Ollie Watkins. Uh, I I don't think he's a he's a hard sell. I think he's fine to keep. He's actually second to Jackson and Haaland for big chances this season. Aston Villa are looking like a really good attacking side. They're really good going forward. Having said that, if you want to get yourself funds for, let's say, a transfer to... Trippier next week, then I would prefer Jackson over Watkins and I would make that move. Again, a move which involves selling a good asset for another good asset or for a more optimal asset, which I believe will be the story of the season because there's so many good picks in the game. There's so much variety. I think we will have to sell good picks for optimal picks and just be prepared to face the variance if it goes against us. Subscribe to the channel and make sure to sign up to the link uh, with 50% down below if you want to access my transfer plans for the week going forward. Thank you. Good luck.